Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. From Studio C. Oh, say can you see, senor? A Category 5 barrage of entertainment deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And hey, everybody, today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. You know, certainly could go with Ian, Hurricane Ian. I'm going to make Ian the uh, co-manager, general manager with Glenn Youngkin of Virginia. Who's not just talking a talk, he's walking a walk. And standing up to the bizarre, postmodern, queer theory folks uh, in the state school. Hmm. And since some of the state school districts are very, very blue, very activist, very 45-year-old uh, white gal wearing Lululemon's uh, in a loveless marriage. What did Tucker Carlson say? Oh, I can't remember. Oh, but anyway. Man. Um, it's uh, thick with that sort of person who's so eager to be progressive. So the fact that he's taking them on uh, takes a fair amount of courage. Welcome to today. Glad you're here. Bringing you up to speed on a whole bunch of different things that are going on in the world. Continuing every single day, according to uh, all your generals and stuff like that, to getting closer to nuclear holocaust. So there you go. Hmm. How you like that? Let's see, 39 seconds into the show. There it is, nuclear holocaust. How about somebody blowing up the pipeline, the uh, Nord Stream pipeline there under the sea? Somebody did that, and uh, it's hard to imagine it wasn't the Russians, but uh, you never know. Tucker Carlson, speaking of him on Fox last night, was uh, making the case that it was Joe Biden that did it. I don't think that's probably the case. Wow. Uh, I just read a couple of great kind of related analyses. Of that branch of conservatism, the uh, we we ought to be with Putin. Why are we against Putin? 
uh, brand of conservatism. And I had half of it, but only half of it. Now I think I understand it better. Oh, really? You'll have to explain it to me because I certainly don't get it. I would be delighted. Yeah, I'll look forward to that later. Uh, yeah, I don't. Whenever I hear people angle in that direction, I think, "What are you talking about?" So maybe you can fill in the blanks, connect the dots. Yeah. How about yeah. the, they're they're now the Russian soldiers, uh, the few that they have left, are now waiting at the border and handing draft orders to the guys trying to escape to Georgia or Kazakhstan. So they're yeah. meeting them at the border and getting them on a bus. God, have you seen any of those videos? Those are hard to watch. Oh. The moms, the wives, the kids. The crying, the hugging as the guy gets on the bus to go where? When are they going to train you for like two days, give you a crappy uniform, a gun that doesn't work, and send you into battle at against against a highly motivated, highly equipped army for no good and, reason? And you have zero fighting spirit. None. Well, and you shouldn't. <laughs> Why would All right. you? Well, right. You're trying to flee the country. Not out of cowardice, out of it's more a moral stance. You know what's what's interesting about this is turning into like uh, we'll be in the history books five hundred years from now sort of stuff. When is a when is a human destroyed their own country this way? Is he going to just completely destroy the country of Russia? You got to go back to Napoleon, I think. Um, and there are probably other, uh, you know, leaders of antiquity who decided to spread their empire too thin. Your Genghis's Khan, your uh, Napoleon, or your uh, Alexander's the Great, uh, guys like that. But I'm not an expert on ancient history. I'm not an expert on much. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the sanctions continue to get worse, so the economy is just getting devastated. The, what was thought to be like the, the second or third strongest military in the world is just being completely uh, dis- dismantled, mm-hmm. killed, torn apart, turned over to other people. It's absolutely amazing. You've got an enormous brain drain. Of uh, your educated young people now, and yeah, yeah. an enormous drain just on uh, you know military age men, which is a problem. Wow, that is really wild. Anyway, we got more on that we can get to later. We didn't get to this um, economic thing yesterday. As a poll of people and their attitudes on the current situation, and it's uh, it's pretty bleak. People's worries about inflation and how they're dipping into their savings and. Racking up credit card debt and taking on other jobs and stuff like that—it's—it's it's pretty wild. And again, I try to juxtapose that, juxtapose that with uh, trying to find an eleven hundred dollar iPhone fourteen Max and the line around the block at every Apple store I went to and all that sort of stuff. I, yeah, I, I'm trying very hard to not get too high, not get too low, based on. Uh, all the news that we both take in, partly because I, I pass everything through the filter of uh, clickbait and over drama, mm. because uh, people are somewhat concerned and thinking in terms of being more conservative uh, economically does not get clicks. America terrified of economic collapse that gets clicks. True, and uh, you could, I guess, say with like my Apple example that it's a haves and have-nots, I guess, but it seems to be a pretty big chunk of haves. And uh, But just flying, restaurants, going to Target, just packed. Parking lots packed full of people. Right, yeah. You know, at the same time, just to continue my argument with myself, as I often do, uh, sometimes loudly on a street corner, uh, you know, the people of Tampa Bay, for instance, 
It's not clickbait when they're told there is a crazy-ass hurricane (laughs) that might flatten Tampa Bay, run for your lives. A C-A-H. So not all, you know, news that gets click is clickbait. Obviously, you got to have a filter for that sort of thing. I didn't know this till today. I'd never thought about it before. So like when ice skaters spin on their skate and they have their arms out and they're going at a certain speed and then they pull them into their body and all of a sudden they're just going really fast. That's what mm-hmm. what's what happens with the hurricane. When it's out, it's at a certain speed, but then when it pulls in to get closer, then it spins faster. Same Same principle. What keeps the hurricane and the skater from vomiting? That's what I've always wanted to know. <laughs> I would vomit after like three revolutions. This particular uh, area of Florida that's going to get hit dead on hasn't had a hurricane like this in a hundred years. So. Yeah, I heard that. I was astounded by that. Mm. Yeah, Tampa Bay just always gets missed, mm. but it's it's heading in, and then it's uh, they're thinking category four, which is a, a, a well, as I said, it's a CAH. Uh, then rapidly it'll go three to one tropical storm, but I mean that's still inches of rain and fifty mile per hour winds. So. Yeah, there's going to be plenty of oh, flash flooding and uh, and mayhem. They they were talking about it could be 16 foot uh, surge of the waves or whatever like that. Which uh, most interesting to that story was uh, Katrina had 28 foot. Oh, so that gives you an idea. I don't I don't even know exactly what that means, <laughs> but it sounds like a lot of storm surge. <laughs> sounds like a lot of water. I mean, is it like the ocean is all of a sudden 28 feet higher? Yeah, that is exactly what it is, because the, the the hurricane is churning up. This guy was, meteorologist, was calling a bubble of water underneath it, and the f- hmm. stronger it is and the longer it's out there of the ocean, the more water it churns up underneath it and then dumps it on the land when it gets there. Wow. I don't really understand. Can you express that in terms of figure skating again? <laughs> <laughs> is there a way you could compare that to bobsledding? The storm puts on a sparkly, tight outfit. Right. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Spicy times. Yes. And then the storm does that thing where it puts its leg back like this and then pulls it up with their ah. hand and touches the skate on the back of their head. Right. Right. That's the uh, that's the wind. That's what creates the wind. <laughs> God, I did. I couldn't do that if Putin was trying to get information out of me. I mean, I swear <laughs> that's me. Yes, Michael. It looks like the Buccaneers game is going to have to be moved because of the hurricane. They're supposed to play in They're Tampa? They're supposed to play, yeah, the Chiefs. I say let them play. When, Thursday night? Uh, no, I think Sunday. Well, by Sunday it'll be over, won't it? Well, I think they're, they're just afraid of uh, you know road closures and damage and stuff like that. Mm. They can't count on the stadium being together. We should say, well, they're Buccaneers. That's a tough people, a Buccaneer. Knife, uh, knives in mouths, et cetera. Yeah. Exactly. Boy, they got how... knives in their mouths. It, it, yeah, man. Watching a Thursday night football game? Like at the height of the storm would be something. Mm. Make him play. We should start. Uh, yeah, put a skirt on that quarterback if you're going to be like that. Um, <laughs> let's start the show officially. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Wednesday, September 28th, <laughs> the year 2022. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Uh, classic. All right, let's begin officially now, according to FCC rules or eggs. Here we go. Leaping, ac- leaping into action and mark. I feel upset. I feel outraged. It makes me feel unsafe, and I'm just disgusted. Me too, sweetheart, or buddy, or whatever. What was that about? (laughs) 
<laughs> that was a high school student, a non-binary high school student, from what I understand, commenting on Governor Glenn Youngkin changing the laws in Virginia about how to accommodate uh, uh, folks such as that person. Okay, actually, I haven't heard that, so I look forward to that. Um, uh, how does mail bag look? Oh, it's outstanding. It's uh, just whipping it into shape is going to be a challenge, but I'm the man for the job. We're going to hit you with some of those economic attitudes, at least according to this poll, and see if they match up with the way you're looking. And I am concerned. I mean, so there's another, we mentioned uh, two days ago when the pound hit its all-time record low against the dollar, and then today we have the won, that's your Japanese currency, hit a record low, a record low against the U.S. dollar in offshore trading. So that's like your, what, third and fourth biggest economies in the world interesting yeah i know enough about that sort of thing to be dangerous but uh, just that much uh, uh, records bother me anything yeah. that's a record bothers me like all-time records that makes me worry um so yeah lots of stuff on the way our text line 415-295-kftc armstrong and getty The Armstrong and Getty Show. For instance, 85% of Americans say they've changed their spending habits due to inflation. Boy, if you haven't, you're either really dumb or insanely rich. If you haven't changed at all based on the fact that everything is completely different than it was a couple of years ago. Yeah, if only just a greater sense of caution. You're not eating any less steak? Or uh, taking less just for fun drives? None of that? Really? Okay. Yeah, the the food thing is absolutely true. Sure. Yeah, I'm just I'm just thinking about uh, Judy and I and what we're doing right now, Judy and me. Ah, uh, yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. Woo! Here's a question for you, Jack, on air meeting. This freedom-loving quote of the day uh, uses the term men because it's from a guy back in the day. Okay. But it's it's about people. Now, my inclination as the father of two brave and wonderful daughters is to just change it to people, since that's clearly the meaning. I would, yeah. On the other hand, it's not like the little ladies need me to think for them. I mean, and, they know if it was back in the day. But. And, it, and it is altering quotes to fit modern sensibilities, which gets weird very fast. It, it does. Uh, I would argue it is unquestionably not changing meaning, however. There you go. Please it's our show. do not use gendered language well, to, there you have it. to address the, everyone. The, the, there's our age. Yes. I don't want you to talk about the founding fathers ever without throwing in their pronouns. <laughs> <laughs> now you've made me think I'm not going to do it. Uh, so here's your freedom-loving quote of the day, unaltered. Uh, William Arthur Ward, the uh, 20th century writer who I'm featuring this week. Adversity causes some men to break, others to break records. Wow, good one. Huh? Which one are you going to be? That's our challenge to you. That's the Armstrong and Getty challenge. Are you going to break or break records, friends? Huh? Boy, did I play crappy golf. I played golf yesterday. It was great on the front nine. Terrible on the back nine. And I was reminded of an old saying. I heard Jim Bones Mackay, great caddy, say this. If you feel like you want to break something, break par. Whoa. There you go. Huh? Hey, what? He twisted it around on you. <laughs> <laughs> Mailbag. 
<laughs> That's hilarious. Drop us an email, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Once again, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Jesse, on the topic of NASA nudging that asteroid with the uh, the dart, God sent that asteroid to take out Putin. Good job, NASA. Oh, man. <laughs> Was that Smod, sweet, sweet Meteor of Death? And on the same topic, Sean writes, How does Trump feel about it? I don't think we should form an opinion about DART until someone asks Trump. No. That's some good, dry sarcasm there, yeah. my friend. Yeah. Well played. Yeah. I, I, You know, I wish <laughs> I had the power to create an alternate universe. Uh, I would That'd be create cool. a universe That'd in be which really Trump... Cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, the things I would do. Wait a uh, second. Wait a second. You can create a, an alternate universe and, it's, and, and your first thought has anything to do with Trump? You are not thinking big enough. Well, just in this context. Um, I, I, would, I would have Trump come out and loudly endorse the dart thing. And say this is a great example of the, the the things my administration got started and nudging asteroids is something I really believe in and just see what the mainstream oh, yeah. media would do. It would be interesting. I hope algorithms get that good someday where you can run experiments like that and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, like last night, I could have said, if I could create an alternate universe, I'd create a universe in which we weren't out of ketchup right now. <laughs> Again, excellent use of your godlike powers. <laughs> And then Sideshow Bob ties it all together on the topic of Hurricane Ian. Hey, I wonder if those uh, top-secret nuclear documents at Mar-a-Lago were the hurricane bombing plans. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, Bob, well played, bud. <sighs> Robert writes, uh, mechanical difficulties, that's what you're going with? Uh, American Air, oh, it has to do with the American Airlines, somebody taking over the uh, the intercom story. Do we still have that tape handy? <laughs> So, uh, American Airlines spokeswoman uh, Sarah Jantz said the company has investigated the incident on the recent flight, chalked it up to, quote, mechanical issues. Yeah. Our maintenance team thoroughly inspected the aircraft and the PA system, et cetera, et cetera. Mechanical issues, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Robert writes, I've been an electronics technician for over 30 years, and I've never heard an audio amp grunt or imitate the vocal styles of a dying chicken. Maybe I just haven't been around enough. <laughs> It must be a loose wire or something. <laughs> Sounds like a mechanical issue to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoever that guy is, he's my hero. Thanks for giving us a laugh in these spicy times. Finally, somebody has sued the Biden people for bailing out the college kids. And it's friends of ours who have launched the first lawsuit. We can tell you a little bit about that. We're actually going to have them on tomorrow. And a bunch of other stuff we can bring you up to speed on, because that's what we do. If you miss an hour of the show, you can listen at your leisure. Just look for Armstrong and Getty On Demand. It's called a podcast or something. Armstrong and Getty. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. 
Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why GameBridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity, and it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. GameBridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Please visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. When those those legends get here, let me know. (laughs) (laughs) You're here. You're here already. No, no. we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. The thing. That's we didn't the realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and didn't realize <laughs> well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into, right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how <gasps> lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. While neither line was operating when the leaks began, European officials are investigating what caused the pipes to rupture. Poland's prime minister blamed sabotage for the leaks, and Ukrainian leadership is already blaming Russia, calling the event a terrorist attack aimed at destabilizing European energy security. Russian officials did not take responsibility, saying the Kremlin is extremely concerned about the leaks. Yeah, so pipeline all of a sudden ruptures. Everybody thinks Russia sabotaged it. Here's a... uh... Russian disinformation tried to blame Ukraine for the underwater pipeline sabotage. They do that with everything. Did they think that works on anybody? Yeah, they're the ones that attacked the nuclear power plant. Yeah, that's that's Putin's whole uh, plausible, well, not really plausible deniability thing. It's like the, the crazy fake referenda that they're doing, where they point a gun at you and say, check this box. And then they announced to the world, yeah, 80, in fact, I've seen some of the results are in. Yeah. 87% of the people in this province decided to join Russia. Who is that for? I don't know. The, the one I saw that came out yesterday was 94%. 94% voted for joining Russia with a gun to their head. 
Yeah, who exactly? Who is that for? I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, I mean, it's like if I, if I really wanted new golf clubs and Judy thought they were too expensive and I go into the garage, I smash a window and then I just, you know, just steal my own golf clubs, get rid of them. She says, so somebody broke in and all they took was the old <laughs> golf clubs you wanted to replace. That's interesting. Well, honey, there's uh, signs of breaking and entering right there. And she'd be like, okay. I mean, it's just so flimsy all the time. You'd well, have who, to, what does it accomplish? You'd have to take it further and blame her. I think you did it. <laughs> right. Wait a minute. That's diametrically opposed to my interests, honey. You did it. <laughs> Anyway, the small problem with the whole Ukraine did it thing is Ukraine only had one submarine and Russia took it in 2014. But you know who does have submarines and practices underwater utility sabotage? Ding, 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 ding. Anyway, wow. so that's that. Uh, oh, and that reminds me. I want to talk later about that. The uh, the vein of Russia support in uh, uh, the right wing of American politics. Yeah, I do, want, later I do want to hear about that. Um, uh, my favorite... Current Democrat, I believe. And that I was so wrong about. I want to talk about that later. This is a good headline based on something you brought up yesterday. The fact that there were some headlines about how the Biden administration was going to end hunger and fight obesity. And the headlines included both in the same headline. And I think enough people caught on to how stupid that sounds. A headline that says the Biden administration to end hunger and obesity. (laughs) (laughs) So I know. So this is what NBC went with today for their headline. President Biden to announce plans to end hunger and reduce diet related disease by 2030. Mm, Diet related disease. Any diseases leap to mind like the 80 diseases that are caused by obesity. Is ding, what they ding, mean. ding. Again, yeah. Because they just realized the headline of, we're going to fight hunger, and that we're too fat. <laughs> it's not well, a good headline. What the hell's what's... the matter with us? <laughs> so that's that's funny, because I, I, before the show, I dug back into the long piece that, uh, gosh, what was it, the New York Times did, I think, on the policy. And I thought, surely... This is such a paradox. They address it somewhere in the story. And and it, I, I had to get to like paragraph 23 where they make kind of vague allusions to, well, they talk about the policies the Biden administration wants to pursue, which include uh, finding ways to get more uh, meat and produce into areas that have a difficult time getting to the grocery store. But it's I want to get into it more later, but it's so flimsy. It is so an excuse for a slew of social programs and and income redistribution. And the excuse is hunger slash obesity, which is quite the strange bedfellows. Yes, I just poured coffee all over myself for some reason. Oh, my. Yeah. Although I I have noticed that today the coffee that doesn't have expired cream in it, way better than expired cream. God, that grossed me out yesterday. Oh, did it again. I had a terrible taste in my mouth all day long, so don't do that. That's my tip. Uh, don't eat spoiled food? Okay, I'm jotting that down. <laughs> so, uh, Andy McCarthy of the National Review writing piece today, Biden's $420 billion student loan boondoggle is blatantly illegal, but progressives don't care. First challenge to that, finally, the Pacific Legal Foundation, who we actually are very friendly with and have had on over the years for all kinds of different things, they are, they've are they launched the first serious lawsuit against the Biden administration over the college bailout, and we're going to have a representative on tomorrow. But um, I don't know. A lot of my favorite legal thinkers think it's clearly, obviously not legal, so I hope it's quick work. 
Yeah, we uh, got an email, and it's a great question, and and we're guilty of perhaps being too hip for the room or or kind of not realizing that not everybody spends their entire day going through the news like we do. And the question was, guys, w- w- what stage are we at with this thing? Are people applying? Are they getting money? Do you know when that's happening? When are these legal challenges? Blah, blah, blah. The status of it is the policy's been announced, and the, uh, gosh, Department of Education or Health and Human Services, who's ever administering this thing, says, yeah, we uh, ought to be able to begin taking uh, applications at the end of this year or early next year, I think they said. Um, and the, the legal challenges are being put together right now. So, no, nobody's getting money. Nobody's applying right now. This program does not exist. It's merely an announcement. And I became aware that all three of my kids were under the impression that, oh, yeah, absolutely, I'm going to get a certain amount of my student loans uh, forgiven. And I had to explain to them at Caitlin's wedding, that's probably not going to happen. Yeah, well, this is it gets to what I was talking about yesterday, the whole siloed news thing. If you're either of a certain political ilk or don't pay that much attention, you heard the good news and have good feelings about the Biden administration. Yay, they're going to bail me out. The details of the fact that it'll never happen or that it's illegal, eh, they won't filter down to you for a long time, maybe long after the election, which was the whole point. Yeah. You know, we got a couple of interesting emails on that uh, topic. Let me hit you with them real quickly. Uh, This is from Russ in Portland. Uh, Greetings, snickering idiots. How we were addressed in an email yesterday, I believe. Uh, I'd like to take this opportunity to comment on your assertion that uh, no one on the left is going to hear or see the ridiculous and demonstrably false statements of uh, great grand POTUS. Sadly, my friends, you are correct. MSNBC, CNN, and the like don't cover the bad ahead of Kef care and the true nation after the pressure moments of President Magoo. CNN is starting to. I would I would say but that. But we are using the specific example of Joe Biden has said multiple times in the last week, gas is below $3 a gallon in a bunch of states. And it's just not true. It's just not true. Can you imagine if Trump said that, how that would have been a fact check all day long? But no, no nobody cares that the president just states things that just so easily checked. I mean, it's not complicated. Right. It's not like you, need the, you don't need the CBO to delve into the future tax earnings <laughs> or something. <laughs> right, right. Uh, let's see. Russ goes on to say, uh, da, da, da. Uh, furthermore, as Kareen Jean-Luc Picard Mellencamp continually, openly, and unapologi- uh, apologetically just lies outright. <laughs> Mellencamp. <laughs> Kareen. Juan, Luke, Picard, Mellencamp. Um, uh, the never-Trumpers <clears throat> and the Biden loyalists are going to lap up whatever dribble she regurgitates. Then he points out how Kaylee McEnany lied like crazy for Trump, and the rest of it is sure. part of their job. But, um, but there but was a, to the main point. But there was an active press to push back on anything they said that was obviously false. That does right. not exist with uh, with the, when the Democrats are in charge currently. Absolutely true. Right. Uh, then Russ says, the right will never hear a coherent explanation of the left's views, and the left will never hear a coherent view of the right's views. Unfortunately, we live in an echo chamber, etc. Well, yeah, we live in a post-truth world, and I think the smart politicians have figured out, I'm just going to say what pleases people. Nobody's yeah. going to, they're never going to hear who calls me on it. Right. And then Russ in Ohio writes, uh, Dear Porky and Superfat, another reference to yesterday's show. Wow. <laughs> To your point about friendly media spinning around falsehoods by candidates, this is also what allows a man who on some days might be ruled clinically dead to be president. My mom lives in Seattle and watches only local news. When I made a joke about Biden being senile, she had no idea what I even meant. 
Wow. That's interesting. Unaware even of the narrative. Of course, that's that may be a special case because even the late night comedians who are, you know, two a one lefties, uh, they make jokes about that. But yeah, we're in our bubbles and it's not good. And they're increasingly inaccurate and dishonest bubbles, as we've been discussing. So a major feature on surgery permanently altering slash mutilating children's bodies because of momentary confusion over their gender uh, next hour. Uh, you mentioned this story yesterday. It's If you're a dog lover, it's it's pretty rough. The woman who says she killed a wolf and then posed with the dead wolf and then posed next to the skin of the dead wolf, very proudly having hunted and killed a wolf, which I don't want to do anyway. And it was just a Siberian husky. And in the picture, it pretty clearly looks like every Siberian husky you've ever seen. It's gruesome. Have you seen the actual pictures? No, no, I haven't. It's, it's a woman posing next to a dead Siberian husky that she then skins and then smiles proudly next to. It's that's rough if you're a dog fan or a Siberian Husky fan. Sure, sure. Well, have you heard the rest of the story? I have not. She was out in a wild area and there are like hundreds of like feral dogs out there or something. And this one was snarling at her and threatening her. So she uh, dispatched it. She thought it might be a wolf hybrid. Okay, well, you can't be skinning Siberian Huskies and smiling next to them. It's just not a good look for your social media in general. At least it wasn't a beagle or something not even close. <laughs> right. It's 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 bad to mistake a husky for a wolf. It's inexcusable to mistake, say, a golden retriever for a wolf. Wiener right. dog. Sure, for yeah, instance. That would be, be awful. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, okay. Uh, my uh, son is starting band tomorrow. Parents probably have instruments that they would prefer their kids did or didn't play. Mm. My son, like many kids, picked perhaps the loudest. I'll have to talk about that later. It's oh already hard to take. Already oh hard boy. to take. Uh, but a <laughs> b- bunch of stuff on the way. Text line 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. GameBridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Please visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Yes. When those legends get here, let me know. (laughs) (laughs) You're here. You're here already. 
Uh, uh, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. The that's we the didn't problem. realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and <laughs> didn't realize well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into, right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how <gasps> lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. And all the doctors recommended last week that all adults under 65 years old should be regularly screened for anxiety. Said adults, how regularly? Like once a year? Once a month? Every day? Should we screen every day? Adults under what age did he say? 60. All adults under 60 should be screened for anxiety on a regular basis? Hmm. Wow. Wow. You were considered like a weirdo or hothouse flower not very many years ago if you're like a 45-year-old man who has anxiety problems. Yeah, you know, I I never, ever have had anything like that in my life until several years ago when I developed this, and it's fairly common based on my reading, anxiety going over high bridges. Huh. And and please, how many times have we chased back and forth across the Bay Bridge through the years? Hundreds? And I always loved the views. I admire the architecture. And then all of a sudden, one day, it's like, ah, ah, ah. And I just wonder, is it the cell phone thing, the, the modern world making me crazy? I don't know. My kids do that, too, and I never did, never have. Someday we're going to figure it out. It's the plastic water. Remember how we all drank water out of the tap, and then we started all drinking water out of a plastic bottle? That's what it is, and it's causing this, 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 and this. Man, I wonder. Someday something like that's going to happen, and it's going to explain every freaking family I know who's got one kid who's on medicine and therapy um, and all that different stuff, but that's a different topic. Uh, You know what will cause anxiety? Economic problems. Here's a report on people's views from CNN. Uh, this Bank of America study suggesting that nearly three out of four workers say that inflation is outpacing how much they bring home, and that's leading them to tap into their savings. For example, 21% say they had to tap into their emergency savings. About the same say they had to work extra hours just to keep up with inflation. About the same say they're just looking for a higher paying job. And 6% say that they have had to resort to a 401k hardship withdrawal. Oh boy, a hardship withdrawal from your 401k. Don't do that unless you need to. Yeah, mostly that was just a lot of uh, different descriptions of what inflation is. You know, one thing. I'm, yes, they have to work more hours to stay at the same place. True. Yes, that is true. You know, here's here's something uh, I have learned and is quite obvious, but it's easy to forget. The easiest way to change your financial situation is not to make more money, which is difficult, but to spend less, which is mm. easy. <laughs> it's the same as the whole dieting thing. It's way easier to eat better than to exercise enough to offset it. 
Right. And just right. It's a, sim- a similar sort of thing. Uh, 85% of Americans said they've changed their spending habits due to inflation. I'm surprised that everybody hasn't. 72% say it's impacted the way they view their job. Yeah. All of a sudden, your job seems a little more important. I think for a lot of people. And 57% have sought out new or additional roles in the past year. I'm not exactly sure what that means. I wonder if that's going to put any downward pressure, and that's probably the wrong descriptor, but on the whole phenomenon where workers can do anything. They can show up pantless. They can demand a uh, yoga room. They can say, I'm working for home this many days, and if you like it, pound sand will cross the street. I mean, that whole phenomenon. I wonder if this is going to make people think, you know, maybe I should, uh, you know, maybe not uh, quiet quit. General Motors is the latest big company to cave to the demands of their workers as they were trying to bring everybody back to work, and everybody said, yeah, no, we're not going to, and got angry and went on Twitter. And uh, <laughs> and Bera, the woman that runs GM, said, yeah, okay, we'll rethink that. Sorry, yeah, we misspoke. Just... She said she used some crazy language. Like, uh, we accidentally released that. Uh, sorry, uh, we didn't mean it. Uh, you know, that's going to be particularly challenging for their assembly line workers. Yes. I'm gonna... The guy's sitting at home in his living room with a screw and a screwdriver. Hey, it's not my fault. I'm going to zoom in, putting a fender on all these Buicks. I guess it wouldn't be a Buick at a GM plant. That would um, be. Well, yeah, sure it would be. Yeah, it would yeah. be. Exactly. Jim. Of course. There you go. Absolutely. Um, Time-honored brand, Buick. <laughs> uh, what was the other thing I wanted to jam in? Maybe since I, hey, I remember, I'll do this. We did a story yesterday of... Uh, a divorced couple and the husband got a ruling from the judge. He gets to keep not he gets to keep the racy photos that his wife had taken for him, but she gets to blur out the naughty bits. But she can't get rid of the uh, uh, explicit captions on the pictures. So apparently they had a sort of marriage where she got racy photos taken by a photographer then had kind of naughty little sayings on him and she says that's when i was in love with him i'm not in love with him anymore and he's not my husband and he's saying it was a gift i get to keep him so that's a bad judge uh, that ruling stinks what and i appreciate it? her discomfort and i sympathize but that stinks it was a gift i, I mean if maybe part of the divorce settlement, he agrees not to publish it or distribute it in any way. Okay, fine. But you sent me naked pictures. They're mine. Uh, interesting. We got some texts on this, including this one. As a boudoir photographer, I always tell my clients the photos are theirs. Hubby gets to look at them, but not a gift to him. Avoid this situation altogether. So it's enough of a thing that he recommends you don't call it a gift. So you can get them back. Yeah. Joint custody. Ah, it's a joint custody of the racy photos. Ah, I don't know, man. You know, obviously my track record is I don't have any uh, idea how to make this work. But, God, it seems like if you're having to watch the language on the gifts you give each other, planning for that, yes. that's a bad sign. All right, honey, uh, this is our val- my Valentine's Day present to you. I've been to the boudoir photographer. These are explicit, and there are some love notes here. But before I hand this to you because i'm not giving it to you i'm going to need you to sign here and right here and if you could initial here right here and here now who's this guy and he's don't the notary. forget to date it <laughs> he, he, he needs the notary needs to watch me sign this and you sign this right exactly if you could put your right thumb here on the ink pad and here's pictures that kind of show my breasts i, think I mean I, oh, I think i would have more of a problem if i ever did this and i haven't i would like those 
nudie pictures of me back, they would say, yeah, you can have them. Or I deleted them a long time ago. <laughs> if you know yeah. anybody wants them, give them to them. But I don't want them. I don't think anybody's going to hang on to my nudie photos. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm reminded of a, a chapter in Judy and my life together where uh, one of us inherited a little money. And the advice was, and it's quite sound advice, um, this is not common property uh, unless you make it common property. Mm. This is your money. So uh, my advice to you is keep it separate. Now, we rejected that advice. Right. I think that's, um, that's interesting if you it, decide to do that. Well, right, because if you get divorced... You don't want oh, your husband who right. did something rotten, for instance, to you know give half the money from your sainted aunt or whatever to her the lover. Whatever. Oh, that's rough. If you miss an hour of the show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information what's up y'all janice torres here and i'm austin hankwitz we're the hosts of mind the business small business success stories a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's ruby studios and intuit quickbooks join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success from finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.